WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, home of Southern Sports and Talk, Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. Time for hour two of this spectacular. Ryan mm. McCoffey now joins us this morning. That's what you need to do to beat Josh Allen. You need to make him uncomfortable. Hour two, time for some spivey notes. And here's Jay. Well, I know he's only in his third year, but they're just wasting Justin Herbert. Hour two, the hardest working content creator I know, the playmaker. Hey, LeBron James, the greatest score of all time. Hey. Hour two, the one, the only, Christopher Dietz. They rewarded a Ohio State for not playing. And they punished USC for playing. Hour two, Sam Shady. Oh, man. It's been a roller coaster ride if you were a Philadelphia Stars fan. Hour two, that's Big Ben, the man in charge of the BS3 network. And if I see Kurt, two chains cousins. I'll- Hour two, Chris Bay's joining us. Oh, my God. Oh, this game. Oh, way to go, Sammy. Hour two, was. L- <laughs> oh man, I thought I missed it. What in the all types of blue hell? Time for hour two of this spectacular, and it starts right now. Ah, oh, the genius that is Cole Johnson. Welcome to hour two of Snowman in the Morning. Glad to have y'all with us. Uh, Ben Sutterth coming up at the top of this hour, and you know who coming at the bottom of this here hour. Wait a minute. What the? Ah, I didn't do this. That's what I need to do. There we go. I'm sorry for those of you in Baltimore that missed the first hour of the show. I had my device plugged into the wrong station. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) <laughs> when I was deciding whether or not to push the button, Sick Diggy says, all the while I'm bumping salt and peppers, push it. <laughs> y'all are some fools today, and I love you all for it. As I mentioned, uh, Ben Sutter on, on the way. Uh, Chris Bates on the way at the bottom of the hour. Speaking of the NFL... Victor, this this one's for you. What the hell are the Chicago Bears doing? Because I've gotten argument after argument that they are building something special. You traded for D.J. Moore. Let me say that again. You traded for D. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. That should tell you everything you need to know about the Bears free agency bids. That should tell you everything you need to know. And I know Victor's going to Victor's going to agree with me. John Zaglul, another dear friend of mine, would say different, and I know he would. But I don't see where the Chicago Bears, I don't see where they made any strides. 
You know, I'm reading an article right now on ChicagoBears.com. Justin Fields' talent attracting free agents to Chicago. What? Justin Fields' emergence? What? I'm sorry, but I don't see... I see a running quarterback that is doing just that. A running quarterback. Can he actually sling the ball down the field 25 times? Does he have a game this year where he slung the ball down the field 30 times and actually acted like a quarterback? I don't see it. Maybe it's something I've missed. Maybe it's something I'm paying I'm not paying attention to. But Victor, I have to ask this question. You being a Bears fan, what have they done? And I'll ask that in the chat. What the hell have they done? Because the main problem still remains with the Chicago Bears. And the main problem is the fact that you haven't fixed your offensive line. More on that later. Or actually more on that now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the owner, the manipulator, and the operator of the BS3 Network, which houses this humble show, Ben Sutter. He joins me right now. Good morning, Ben. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. I pose this question at the top of the hour, and I'll pose it to you. What the hell have the Chicago Bears done for people to think they're a contender right now? <laughs> uh, off-season moves. That's about it. I mean, the Super Bowl's won in the off-season, right? <laughs> According to a couple of certain fan bases, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do you see you got to do it during the regular season. Exactly. I mean, they signed DJ Moore. Who the hell is that? <laughs> uh, he, he's a good wide receiver piece, but is he, uh, is he T.O.? Is he... Uh, Michael Irvin, is he Jerry Rice? No. No. But he's a piece. And that's the problem. He's a he's a piece. But here's the problem. And it's the problem that the Cowboys are going to face. They haven't solved the biggest hole in their offense. The offensive line. Am I wrong? Uh no, no, you're not wrong at all. Um they've they've pretty much uh, solved all the other problems, but the O-line is definitely going to be one they're going to have to look at, which I'm thinking that's what they're going to draft probably in the first round, uh, you know, if if a guy drops to them. But, yeah, that that's going to be a deciding factor uh, is definitely that O-line. So I agree with you there. The offensive line is so important to an offense running the foot running the football. And I'll make this comparison, and I know Cowboy fans are going to get mad at me, but look at San Francisco. Look at how their offensive line came together through the season. True, true. I'll I'll 100% give you that. And obviously McCaffrey made a huge difference with him coming. Indeed. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole line is important, and people overlook it, and they don't think it's as important. Uh, But if your quarterback doesn't have enough time to throw the ball and he's having to run out of the pocket and he's having to – 
uh, figure out where he's going to throw the ball to, and he's going to have throwing balls away and getting sacks. Uh, a lot of that's on the old line. It's different when you're des- when you design a play for a quarterback to roll out of the pocket. It's it's not the same when a quarterback is scrambling for his life. And through the latter part of the year, Dak Prescott was scrambling for his life. That is, that is true. And the same thing when we're talking about the Bears, the same thing with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. I mean, every uh, every game he was running for his life, and, and he would he would get a couple of uh, get a couple of good runs, and and then he gets sacked, and then he gets sacked again, and then he gets sacked again, and it's just like can't get any momentum when you're when you're getting sacked so many times. Let's stay on Justin Fields, and let's stay with the Bears for a moment. I'll highlight one game that completely changed the season for the Chicago Bears and it's the home game against Detroit. They're up 24 to 10. Bad PI call notwithstanding. They're up 20 or they're up 24 to 10. Didn't it seem to you, Ben, in that game that they just put it in park and decided not to finish the Lions? Did I miss something or talk talk to me, please? Did I miss something in that game? No, I don't think you missed anything. Yeah, I think they pretty much yeah, put it in park and I think they 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 realize obviously where this season is going. And I think they were more so throughout this entire season, you know, fighting to uh to see what Justin Fields is, number one, and number two, see if they uh, see if they have the the uh, the staff and the and the squad that they need for the future, and I think that's you know what their overall goal was for the season, knowing that they weren't going to be in the playoff run. But why do teams do why why do teams do that? I mean, you're playing to win games. Thank you, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards, yeah. You're playing to, <laughs> you're playing to win games, but it just seems like the Bears, and to a point, the Cowboys didn't give a damn after a while. Am I wrong yeah. in that assessment? You're definitely not wrong there. If you if you look at that uh, that Washington game, yes, they did. They did got the got the crap beat out of them. But at some point, they just look uh, like they didn't care, or like this game wasn't important, or like we don't have to win. Uh, we're already in the playoffs. Like that that type of approach. Uh, you cannot win. I don't think you can win in the playoffs with that type of approach. And, it uh, and obviously they lost in the second and it round. And in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. They just, I will, look at their attitude throughout the game when it was tied six apiece, when it was tied nine apiece, when they took the lead but subsequently missed uh, the extra point. Take a look at the body language. Remember the body language? In that game for for Dallas, they just looked like, okay, we got the lead. We're in the second quarter. We don't have to do anything else. Our defense can do the rest. Yeah, and I think that's that's been a mental mentality for these Cowboys since uh, Garrett. When Garrett started, the, the mentality seemed like it was let's play for a tie or let's play to get the field goal. Let's not play to actually win. And it showed that they were average. They were about 500 at best during the entire time. I was hoping maybe McCarthy would help to break that off. 
but it, it still seems like it's a mentality of this organization as a whole is that we don't necessarily have to win. You know, winning is optional. Let's just stay in the game is kind of what the approach has been, it seemed to me, for the longest. And then you look at their their offseason. They're looking to make a splash. Yes, they're looking to make a splash, but they're not looking at the problem that faces them. That's the offensive line. I mean, you already cut Ezekiel Elliott. He's going to sign. He's going to sign elsewhere. Let's let's get to Ezekiel Elliott. The two one two of the teams he named were the Bengals, the the Bengals, the Jets, and the Eagles are the three teams he's named. Does he fit with any of those organizations? I don't think so. I I don't think so either. I mean the the Eagles just signed uh, Rashad Penny. Uh, obviously, they still have uh, Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, what team he really fits with. I think the Bengals and the Cowboys have ties. So there may be, that's maybe why uh, he's on that list. And the Jets, uh, if they just need a, a short down back, I guess we would be a good addition. But I don't, unless he goes back in the time capsule and he, he becomes Zeke out of Ohio State, I don't see him being that big of a contributor besides a, a Mike Allstott on the goal line type of back. And so I don't think he really fits uh, any organization. Uh, maybe he may be good in the locker room, a locker room type guy. But he's really just a, a, a if you need a short yardage, and there's no really short yardage backs. I mean, either you can run the ball or you can't. It's not, they don't bring you in just to get a couple yards. I mean, to right. me, that's, that's a waste of a roster spot. Speaking of waste of a roster spot, let's go back to Chicago. David Montgomery has been with the Bears uh, six years now, and only one of those six years was successful. That, of course, was 2018. Why are the Bears so hesitant, and I mean very, very hesitant, to make David Montgomery their feature back again? I don't know. That's a good question. But I would say a lot of teams – do not like to have a featured back. A lot of teams want to running back by committee because if that running back gets half of the touches that he would get if he was the full-time, you know, horse, then, you know, that limits their opportunity uh, throughout the season to be able to play. And that's what I see. I I foresee most teams doing that because the the running back position is not valued at all. That's the reason why, you know, guys sign – that, that one contract and then that second contract is either hard to get or they can't fulfill it because it's one of the hardest positions and, and I think most disrespected positions in the game at this point. So the Bears are probably just looking to, to add probably one, two other backs to, to make it more, you know, more of a committee. And that's that's horrible to me that the running back position – is so disrespected. It's so dis and David Montgomery is now with the Detroit Lions. So they're building a running back stable. We all know what uh what we have in San Francisco. I think those are the only two teams, maybe Philadelphia, that focus on running the football. I can't say Kansas City does, Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Yeah. But why why is running the football, and I know Victor's going to love this question, why is running the football so disrespected now when it was once treasured? 
Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the the players of of old, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, I think they just had a different type of uh, grit because they, I mean, they ran the ball thirty times a game. Yep. Uh, and it was it was it was nothing. You didn't you didn't think about who was the backup or who was the who was the second guy. Nobody knew who the second guy was. I didn't know who the second guy was. At least you know, back in the 49ers days, you had Ricky Waters, you had uh, Roger Craig. I don't remember mm-hmm. a lot of those other guys. They had fullbacks. Mm-hmm. All right, that was that was another interesting part of it. But the fullback spot has now pretty much been abolished. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, so. I think it's a lot more, and the game's not even more physical. So right. that's a really good question. I don't know what what is the the difference between now and the past, uh, but I do think as we as we evolve as a society, we think we're smarter, and we think that we can we can eliminate injuries, and that's just mm-hmm. not the truth. It's football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guys are going to get injured regardless. I don't care what how many snaps they get, how many rushes they get. If they get hit. One op one time, it could you know cause a concussion or or, or worse. So yeah, I think we're just trying to get we're trying to get too cute with it. Uh it, it's too cute with it. I love it. Victor says I'm calling it now. The Detroit Lions will be the team to watch in the NFC North. I tend to agree. I don't trust the Vikings. I sure as hell don't trust the Packers. We all we all know what's going on in their offseason. And we don't know what's going on in Chicago. So if there's a team to watch in the NFC North that could sneak up and win the division, it's Detroit. Yeah, and and Detroit, uh, towards the end of the season, they were playing well. Very. They were in. They were in quite a few games. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with the with the quarterback that they have, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think they're gonna they're gonna probably figure that out. Uh, But I think they got a they got a good coach that and the players play for him. So yeah, they're definitely going to be in the mix, and I, I agree with you. You can't trust any of those other teams, so they definitely got a shot, you know, to make some noise. Quick prediction out of the NFC West, because I know a lot of NFC West cohorts have come to me saying, "What are you all going to do with your quarterback situation?" I said, "We have our guy. He just has to heal, and he's going to throw the ball in 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 three months, and he's going to be the same quarterback that he was." when nobody expected him to do anything. Of course, I'm talking about San Francisco. I'm talking about Brock Purdy. Until uh, Unless the 49ers completely collapse at the quarterback position, I don't see anyone I don't see anyone beating him in the NFC West. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I don't think those other teams are, are going to be in, in the position uh, to be able to 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 uh, you know, get over the the 49ers, and they've they've been there. They're always in the mix. I don't care mm-hmm. what anybody else says; they always are there because I think a lot of it is coaching, and yes. I just think that you know, they're able, he's able to coach the players that he has. He's not trying to force them to do something they can't do. Right. He coaches them and gives them the best opportunity, and I think that's why they're in the mix every single year, which they'll be in the mix next year. And of course, they got that number one defense. Oh yeah, led by, oh, led yeah. by Nick Bosa, and now um, Steve Wilkes is now coaching them. And I said this when they made the hire: if y'all thought the 49ers defense was ferocious under Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryan's, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and uh and Wilkes has been in the league for a while at a head coaching position. So yeah, he definitely knows. And I think that was that was a great hire. And and shout out to Namiko Ryan's yes and the job he did. Um and there and the thing with the 49ers too is that the coaching staff is gonna be a revolving door because mm-hmm. There's always going to be an opportunity if your team's winning, and obviously if your the head coach can vouch for you, uh, that organization is going to have coaches coming in and out, and that's not yep. that's not a bad thing, you know. Mike McDaniel, going to yep. Miami. Robert Sala to the New York Jets. D'Amico Ryan's now to Houston. It's it's like you see a coaching tree forming right before your eyes, and no one wants to acknowledge it. Right, right. That's true. Very true. Ben Sutter III joining us here as we talk football on this Football Friday presented by Fanatics. Let me – I said no one would touch the 49ers in the West. I said it last year, and they went went 6-0 in the West. Why do people not believe that even though we lost a lot of free agents, we signed a few in key positions? Uh, Once again, key positions – and it just seems like they're positioning themselves to make a draft choice of a couple of offensive linemen to shore up that to shore up that depth. And we're talk, we we talked offensive linemen the whole time. How come the 49ers get it right and teams like the Bears and the Packers and others get it wrong when it comes to their offensive line? Yeah, I don't think they 100% uh value it uh, i think is it's is the thing but also it's it's a uh it, it's how you evaluate talent and some teams just are not good at it i mean that's 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 really a, a major part of it is that you just can't evaluate talent well or mm-hmm. you think you know you're you may not have a good scouting department but i think when it when it comes to uh the 49ers traditionally they've been a good team that that's drafted well with the O line, you know, we, we can go back to the to the old school days. Yes, uh, but you know, if you look at the coaches with uh, with Harbaugh, and then you look at right now with Shanahan, uh, they've just been able to to uh, to draft well. Uh, they've been able to you know free agent signings and trades. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the other part. A lot of teams can't do don't do those three, and uh, the Cowboys is a prime example. They'll do the draft. And this year is a little bit different. They did make some trades. Uh, they, they're a little hesitant in free agency. But mm-hmm. you can't be hesitant. If you know there's a talented offensive lineman, do your best to sign him or trade for him or whatever it may be. And the 49ers are not afraid. And I think that's that's another reason why they've, they've been uh, so successful. Cole Johnson now joins us, and I'll come to you. I'll pose the same question that I posed to Ben. How come teams, when it comes to evaluating offensive line talent, we've seen it the last, we've seen it every year under Coach Shanahan, and we saw it early on with Coach Bill Walsh and later George Seifert, and later, as Ben said, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Why does it seem that the 49ers get it right with the offensive line, where other teams you would expect to get it right, Chicago Bears, I'm looking at you, Dallas Cowboys, I'm looking at you, get it wrong? Well, it all comes down to philosophy. In my opinion, you draft certain types of offensive lines depending on the style of offense you want to run. Right. For for instance, 
if if you have a quarterback like a Lamar Jackson, you want to draft athletic offensive linemen, right? Uh, if you have uh, an offense like what you know what the now retired Tom Brady would run, you would pro- pretty much you would want beef. Mm-hmm. You'd want you want those who could pass protect and basically are like trees, and that you know that you can't push them down, you can't push them aside. Mm-hmm. With running games, you want a little bit of both. You want a little bit of athleticism, and you want a little bit of a little bit of stalwartness. Yeah, and and I think with running offenses, you also need to have a little intelligence because mm-hmm. you got to read things too. You got to read where. Uh, where defensive lines and defensive linemen are going to go. Mm-hmm. And then wherever they go, you dictate where they go. And it's sort of like you're you're reading on the fly. So when you have a, a team like the 49ers, you basically have literally, you basically have five quarterbacks on the offensive line where they have to read, okay, so we want to run a sweep. Okay, so we want to have a def- we want to have the defensive lineman on a nose tackle uh, cut to the left because mm-hmm. we're going to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll so you know so we'll you know we we won't probably put force on him, but we'll guide him in that direction. Yeah. Or if you have a a, a guy who's who's pass blocking in that and pass rushing at that uh, that spot from the from the edge, and he probably is going to read it. Then you have to show force and get him out the way. True. So, yeah. So to me, it depends on the lines. And with the 49ers, you basically have five quarterbacks on the offensive line. Ben Sutter is joining us here this morning, as he does every Friday at the top of hour two. Ben, thank you so much, my man. Love you very much. Thanks for your time. Yep, definitely. And uh, as we always do Friday, uh, we have Cole Johnson with Cole Sports with a Z at uh, 2 p.m. Central. And then we got Poppy J and Wise. Uh, hopefully, I, I know uh, Wise isn't on today, but uh, we'll have that later on today at 8 p.m. Central, BS3 Network, BS3 TV on Roku. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Thank you, man. All right. Peace. Give me a few minutes here that uh, I have to I, – I promised my baby girl, Cheyenne, who is going through a very difficult time, that uh, – I said, never fear, Pops is here. So for those of you watching, if you can help uh, Cheyenne get home uh, from Los Angeles, it would be much appreciated. The GoFundMe is out there. I'm going to continue to post the daylights out of it and mine today. ID you need is, uh, website you need, I beg your pardon, is GoFund.me slash 509-DEE-0E. That's 509-DEE-0E. And let's help my baby girl get home to Cincinnati. All right. Thanks for those couple of minutes. No problem. And now danger is his business. Cool. McCool. Cool. McCain of the Eagles league podcast and the cool. play and the play caller sports network now joins us. Good morning, my friend. And look at that background. Cool. 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 <laughs> What's going on, like How are you, man? Girl, he's I, so cool. I can't cool. complain, man. Cool. 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 You better not. I can't complain either. <laughs> Cold with the uh, with the verbals in the background there. Love it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
What's up, man? What's going on? Everything is good. Everything is good. So I'm assuming, uh, Snowman, you talked about the uh, NCAA uh, brackets being destroyed, demolished, creamed. In, and, well, and, Purdue took and, care of. Well, Purdue took care of that. Yeah, and and it got crushed even further by Florida Atlantic beating Tennessee. <laughs> hey, I'm in a unique position that none of you guys are in. You know what that is? What's that? You, you I elected to do it, not to do a bracket. So I'm about to say you did. Oh, I'm in that bracket. position too. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that position. Saying. I I told myself, nope, I'm not doing it. Too shaky. Can't, can't do it. Like I said, the last time I did a bracket, and I opened the show with this. Last time I did a bracket was 2019. The last time I did a bracket, I'm not going to front, was last year. And I was one loss away from winning my um, bracket totally. And that's because Carolina who blew lost. it up? Who Carolina blew up your bracket? Kansas blew it in a championship game. In the championship game? Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Because I was a Carolina fan. I had them going all the way. I was under the knife. I knew it was a cha- I knew it was uh, the night of the NCAA championship game. But at that point, I was so full of drugs, I didn't care. I came back. I, I came. I got wheeled into ICU. I saw my wife. I saw my mother in law, and I saw my father in law. And my brain said, "Okay, we're good. We're alive. Let's go back to sleep." And I went back to sleep. Nice. <laughs> I went. I went back sure. to sleep. Huh? Different situation for sure, for sure. Very different situation. Yeah. And this year I just elected not to do a bracket because Fairleigh Dickinson showed up. Um Florida Atlantic showed up. I can verbally say uh, Michigan State going further than they did why? too. Why? Uh Tom Izzo, man. They 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 believed in Tom Izzo, I think, so much that they had to, you know. Well that's no that's true. Because the first the first year I covered the Big Ten, and uh, I did the luncheon in Chicago, mm-hmm. there were Michigan State fans there. Oh yeah, with uh, man just cheering for Tom Izzo. All right, thirty two after the hour. Hope y'all are enjoying it as we're enjoying bringing it to you. And now I say to my partner Cole Johnson, push that button. <laughs> it's about to get real, y'all. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Give me just a moment, though, because uh, come on, man, have, hurry up! I have, I have a button. I have a button that I definitely want to push, so I have to make sure. All I right. The right button. <laughs> All right. So, what am I going to have to bring myself up? Because where the heck? I'll be doggone. All right. So I'll do this. You out the way? Because I had it, and for some reason, it just wanted to uh, all of a sudden just disappear. So. Mm-hmm. Right, here we go. All right, I think I'm gonna have this right here because uh, <sighs> oh boy, I have to thank you all at the uh, oh boy, the fanatic feedback zone for this. Of course, I have to thank Chris himself, and uh, oh, you know Fridays are, are a very special day. Oh and, boy, uh, we really appreciate we uh, do whenever this man comes on. So we know, do. We, you know, we we have to give him we have to give him proper treatment, proper treatment, oh, no. a proper introduction. Oh, one no. that is befitting of a legend. One that's befitting of an icon. Uh-oh. One that's befitting of a man who is an absolute great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, man. Do it. 
There we go. And here Ready? Is. And now, the transporter to Hades, the reformer of hooker whores, and the bronze god, the one, the only, the legendary Chris Bay. As we welcome, as we do every Friday, at the bottom of our number two, Chris Bass. How are you, sir? I, look, um, there's nothing worse than watching a fat man weep, so I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my love and props to the Rain Man, to uh, the Mad Scientist, Cool Breeze, and to everybody in the comments section. All the boys and girls out there, uh, enter the boom shock locker in full effect. Uh, mad scientist again. Uh, the only person that you have competition with is yourself. So I <laughs> thank you for that. That was Agreed. more than uh, you got to send it to me. You have to. Okay. Go, I, I can see. I tell people these things; they don't believe me. So if I <laughs> show them that, it will be proof. Okay. So yeah, man. Please email, email me that, and I. It, it's, it, it brings, uh, once again, uh, it makes the one-fourth of my Native American <laughs> heart soar when I see things like that. So I'm in full flight. So thank you so much. Oh, no problem. You are welcome, my friend. You are welcome. That is well-deserved. Man, that's nice. That's, 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 that's beautiful. That's nice. Thank you. That's nice. Absolutely. That's nice. That's, nice. Nice. Man, that's all right right there. Yeah, I saw that picture. As soon as I saw that that, that that picture and I heard the walking sounds in the in the background. I go, oh boy, he's been cooking. That's right. He's the mad scientist has been cooking. <laughs> oh man, well yeah, thank you so much. What well, was on my Here mind today is uh, the, the, okay, go and read that. Then. This okay. edition of the Enter the Boom Shakalaka is brought to you by Bronze God Fedoras for the best coverage of your Chrome Dome. Thank you very much. Trust in bronze god fedoras. Well, you gotta look good doing it. Yes, yes. You know when you send people back to hell and and hook a horse <laughs> doing those, you have to have style. <laughs> you just can't be bummy and you know look like you know somebody can give you the bum flush. You, you gotta Amen do the style. That. So get you a fedora, get you a shaft, long coat, and uh, some sunglasses, and you gotta do it in style. What you got for us this morning, base? Well, I'll tell you something. Um, when I look on the internet and I see a lot of broadcasters and podcasters, I want to go to the fact about being a responsible broadcaster and a podcaster. Yes. Yes, please. So what happens from time to time is that people get on the microphone and create their own uh, you know, website or their own social media platform and mm-hmm. just go. Nothing wrong yes. with spoken word and expounding yourself, but I think that when you start talking about stating this situation, sports or news items, quote reliable sources. And so reliable sources gives you the ability to have credibility. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes credibility is lost 
in the translation of social media and podcasting nowadays. It right. depends on what kind of podcast you watch or listen to or interactive like this. It it go it, it says something about having credibility. So, for example, if you people out there don't know, some credible resources are, for example, the old networks that still around, obviously CBS, NBC, ABC. Mm-hmm. Those are three uh, pillars. You want to win Fox? Go ahead. I don't particularly care for Fox, but go ahead if you like. On cable, you still have, of course, <clears throat> Fox, uh, CNN, MSNBC. And yes. others, but the the key thing is credibility and resourcing. So, when you go to a source, say the sample example, of course, doing with um sports, each of those people I just mentioned, many people, each of those networks I mentioned, they have a sports uh, column and they have a sports department. So you could do that, or mm-hmm. uh, Sports Illustrated is always good online, and they've been around for a long time to get the credibility you need. Exactly. So, be careful of just taking a topic and going off kilter with it, make sure you read it thoroughly. Make sure you have cross-references. So you don't have to do one. You can do, as I said, um, Sports Illustrated, or you can cross that with, say, Fox Sports 1, or cross that with other resources, because it may be the same story, but they have different information in each story. So you can take all that minutia and be a stronger podcaster, be a stronger broadcaster. So... Think about it. Responsibility is key because people take time out to be a part of your show. Mm-hmm. You owe them that. Right. And so don't get me wrong, as as a as a podcaster, broadcaster, you can make commentary with what you do, but make sure the resources, incredible resources to back you up when you make these yeah. commentaries. Very true. Because a lot of commentary lately on social media has no sources cited. None. They take a story and they run with it. I mean, you know, everybody has an opinion. True. But if you want to break stories, you got to have some credible sources behind them. Very, very credible. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, I'm completely old school, so I understand obviously today's mentality. People just say stuff and just go. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything's hearsay. It doesn't matter about credibility. But I think it counts for something. When I was teaching at Illinois Media School about a year or so ago, I told my students then, or are plugged in, obviously, to social media. Mm-hmm. When you have a source that you can go back to, because people will challenge you, where get information from. Well, I got from, you know, SI.com or something like that. Make sure you have it on set, because you will be challenged. Nothing wrong people challenging you. Nothing wrong with that. Don't take it as offense. Take uh-huh. it as a situation where it can be a nice verbal sparring, not trying to get anybody's business, trying to name call. But people will challenge you. Nothing wrong with that. It makes for entertaining uh, debate from back and yeah. forth. But again, just don't sub there really nearly start, you know, spouting off crap, you know, out of your uh, pie hole there and don't have anything to back it up with. Make sure that you are credible because credibility goes a long way. Oh, you mean like like, uh, Tucker Carlson, the Fox? (laughs) Well, see. Um, He needs to go back to hell. I'm sorry. He just (laughs) needs to go back to hell. Well, the thing about Tucker is that I would take the T and put F in front of his name. <laughs> oh, Lord. It does call for what it is, because that's exactly what um, uh, For is. some reason, I saw that coming. I don't know why, yeah. but for some reason, I saw that oh, coming. Lord have mercy. So basically, basically yeah. saying his name should be Carson. Sure. There you go. <laughs> 
Lord. It's not a it's not a bad suggestion, actually. <laughs> no, it's not. From the bronze god himself. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, well see, something like that, I mean, we can talk about that too. Something like that with uh Fox News. Uh myself coming from talk radio, which has always been and continued to be uh geared towards white conservative males. So I knew that going into it. Uh yeah. as a mere youngster at the time. And so mere but I'm not conservative say. or or liberal. I'm right I'm my own person. I don't like the thing about politics is it's it's very interesting because I know certain people who find out find out what a person's Political stance and don't want anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. I think that if you're, you can uh, disagree with a person and still right. get along with them. But I right. think at times when you polarize the whole thing and just say, you go your way, I go my way, then we're going to have issues and it shouldn't be that way. I know a lot of people who are conservative, I get along with, and you just, you know, we just have different opinions. So the thing with Tucker Carlson over there at Fox, as we know, you manufacture these stories for people to get eyeballs on your screen. So we all know that. And you say yes. and do things to scare people because mm-hmm. again, that gets eyeball on the screen. So if you do like a chicken little, the sky is falling, which is what Fox does from day one, people buy into yes. it and they do it all the time. So you can't talk to a person who's dialed in so deeply into Fox that, that much or CNN or MSNBC. I'm not going to leave anybody right. out. Not just them. Because, not just right. exactly. because what you should do, in my humble opinion, is go across the dial. Don't just look at one. Thank you. Look man. at the others. I mean, I don't like Fox, but I'll check it out. Right. And see what their point of view is. And sometimes some of their point of views, I may agree with. Mm-hmm. And so I don't just <laughs> cherry pick topics. It depends on my stance on it and how I feel about it. And I think oh, that yeah. sometimes when you get that, my way or the highway mentality and because I'm a part of GOP or part of the Democrats, liberals, everything else, when you're just staunch like that, reality is somewhere in the middle. It's too bad that everything is too bad with those three networks alone. You just want to have this on loop 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why the f*** you lying? Why Why you always lying? That dude is Do that again. Do that again. Uh, Why the f- you lying? Why? Why you always lying? Oh my God! Stop f-ing lying! Always lying to me. Why? You lying so much. Why? You making it hard for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a, that. That's great. That dude is black. I mean, he goes to funerals no clothes. That, that dude is black. You go to funerals naked. <laughs> Did you just see t- all teeth? It wasn't just me. No, it was a great message. But at time, it was all teeth and some eyeball. She. Some being the operative word. Those are type. You ever type? You ever hung out with a brother that was just so black? He just like he just blend into blackness. Yes, <laughs> I had a partner of mine play basketball with, and he went down south to visit his family one summer. He came back because he got a suntan. Now, mind you, yes, dark people get suntans too. This mm-hmm. nigga came back blue yes. black. I'm about blue black, shining. <laughs> like somebody just Can't buffed him. You for real? Yes, I'm for real. 
<laughs> blue. Do you know how long it's been since I've heard the term blue black, Chris? It's been a while, definitely. It's been I'm a it back. long time. It's, it's been, been a long, while. long time since I've heard that term. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. Oh Same. gosh. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back. But goodness Man, that dude was, I'm telling you. Even though sometimes you play ball at night and of course the street lights come on, I kept uh-huh. trying to pass it to him. I didn't see where the hell he was on the court. <laughs> <laughs> it's different when you're black and then wear a black shirt and a black and black shorts. Yeah, that's a violation. That's a violation. It's a violation. <laughs> it's really cool. It is it's really cool. It's really cool. It's a violation. Yeah, it's he's right. Movies, it's correct. You yeah, he's right. right it's a violation. Fluorescent bright colors. You know, what I'm saying to help the brothers out. I did a game. A, I did a, a game in. I did a game in Chicago. Chicago Public Schools game. Uh, I forgot the teams that were playing, but the home team came out in all black, mm-hmm. and there was a blue black person there, and I couldn't figure out who the hell he was because the numbers were black. Also, I saw the outline, and I'm sitting on the floor. I- I'm press row. I couldn't see him. <laughs> Y'all, you're on the ice cold. That's 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 just brutal. It look, it sound cold. Sound like somebody might be cold blooded <laughs> around here. Cold blooded <laughs> or cold blackness. Oh no! Darkness, oh, everybody. No. Darkness, darkness, darknesses, 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 darknesses. Right, right. I told I told Cole earlier in the week. When he found that that uh, piece, that piece from Dolomite, I saw the entire scene, and Cole had mentioned how overacted it was. It very much was. Those <laughs> those forty five seconds, which ended with play, play it, play it, please. Oh Lord! Because every time I do play this, I do hear the white girl beforehand go. Yes, he made me do made it. Me. I hear it. I hear it literally. If I can find it, every time I play it, I hear it, and then, and then here's Dolomite. Bitch, are you real? Oh my god! The, the human tornado. tornado. Yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's the movie. That's where you get it from. That's right. Yep. Tornado. The looks on their faces in that movie. Uh, you want to talk about something that was overacted, but it still sold? There it is. Victor, Victor, why? Oh no, 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 no! Evening. What's his name? Evening. Oh, maybe midnight. Was his name Evening? Oh Lord. You know, some things don't even need a name. You just witness it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It doesn't need a name. You just know good and damn well that that dude is blue black. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Don't need a name. They don't need no name. name. <laughs> he, he just blue black. That's it. That's all. That's, that's look. Blue black. You're in the presence of darknesses. 
That's what you're oh, up. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then this happened. <laughs> Perhaps to all the girls, he was known as the Midnight Rider. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about his sex life uh, at the time, but if he was to be intimate with a female, he got to be like Ray Charles and feel your way through. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No lights off. Can't turn the lights yeah. off. Is what you're saying? Uh-uh. If you, can't, if you, can't, uh-uh. you turn it off, you gotta use your hands. Yeah, all the other body parts come into play if you turn the lights off. You use your hands anyway, but we're talking about like the bedroom door. (laughs) Why, in the presence of darknesses, would one guy? Lord, yes, that's that's just brutal. That's yeah, he was poor. Y'all know how many gems we're getting from this, and this is a weekly appearance. Yeah, it was plural. You can't just Prince say darkness. Is, is, is. Yeah, it's got to be darkness. Darkness is one person. <laughs> one person. But see, that's that an achievement. Only Chris can take one something that sounds like one person and pluralize it. Darkness is. is, is. Oh, I got that from Dave Chappelle's show, man. That was hilarious, mm-hmm. man. They talk about the whole thing with uh, Rick nice. James. That's hilarious. Darkness is, yes. Some people were blue. I'm Rick James. They were so black, they purple. Lord. <laughs> Seen that too. Yeah. Now, for that, I recall that myself. Blurple. Blurple. Yep. Blurple. Yeah. Blurple. Yes. Yes. Purple rain. Purple rain. There you go. Purple rain. I have heard that before as well. So. And yeah. now a Blur. selection from the Wonder Bread Choir oh, entitled We Never Be That Dark. <laughs> Wonder Bread Choir, you are correct. <laughs> Can we get the extended version? Percent correct. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Can we and get the extended another... version of We Never Be That Burple? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, and now another selection from the Wonder Bread Choir entitled Good God I Can't See. You see that, honey? They're purple Negroes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Take it. Take it. Take it. Somebody take it, because if I read it, I'll laugh. Take it. Bronbull has now created a partnership with Hofax. Separate your Dwayne Wades from your Kyrie Irvings with the new Bronbull. Find someone who loves you the way bronsexuals love. They can. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I got I, I got clips of Cool McCool saying that. <coughs> Bronbo powered by Hofax. Can we get the Hofax commercial, please? Can we get the Hofax? 
I I know Chris is gonna do something with it when we play it, but play it, please. Well, of course he is. LJPN is sponsored by Hofax. Before she ho, and you gotta know, tell her to show me the Hofax. Hofax is needed. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. I have to agree with uh, Mr. Bates. My third bad emotion. That that was a perfect response to that. It is. Because, see, now now is the season for skeezing. Because the uptick of hooker horrors has been coming back on my Instagram. Not again. No, they're they're back. Hooker horrors are out. They're out. I mean, they're out. They got everything out, and they're on their own fours. And they're doing their job and everything else. They just want to get paid. I understand, you know, girls want to have fun. Olds want to get paid. I understand the logic. Am I, I understand 15 it. again? Am I 15 again? Oh, Lord, that mercy. Now I've heard blue, black, and now I've heard skeezer. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. The re- <laughs> this is the season for skeezing. This is the season for yes, it is. Is is this, 19, is, is this 1988 again? Because I That's haven't heard saying. those terms. That's what I'm saying. Since high school, yes. Since high school, exactly. I, I, I told you, I'm, I'm bringing it back. Thank you, man. In this, in the, we, we in effect. Oh, good lord. Oh, yeah, we gracious. in full effect. Oh, gracious. That is full effect. Yes, <laughs> in full effect. Oh, yeah, lord. Yeah, absolutely. But they're back. I counted uh, nine hooker <laughs> whores this week nine. alone, and I haven't, you I got... haven't looked at my Instagram yet. But during the oh, week, no. I counted nine. Wait, where they slide if, if you haven't seen them in your uh, Instagram? He, yeah, they, they, you know, they start to follow you because what they do is they they see your gas and all of a sudden yep. they like every picture you put up and every single picture. Stuff from five Everything. years ago. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yes, so, they, 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 they like they show like, like everything and they bait and they bait you. Oh, yeah, they bait you. No. Yes, Victor. See, even the yes. legendary Chris Bates, he's a necessity of whole facts. Yes, he does. Absolutely. And you started it, Victor. <laughs> you with the name? I concur with that. I concur oh, also. Oh, oh no! He goes. The hooker whores have a notification on their phones called "Gotta Go, Gotta Hope." It's from the same company that made the uh, the Uber app, so you can see all the spots where the hooker whores, uh, the hooker whores can see all the hot spots for their hooker whoring. God damn it. The, the, the feedback zone is on fire, Ryan. Whole facts is needed. Got to check, Gotta under, check the hood under the hood before, before you ride, you ride that ride. Because it says it's, mm, the, mm, it's the time for, for the skeezing, for, for the skeezing, for loving. Ooh, we. And, and then sick. Oh, no. This, this season, season of skeezing is brought to you by Kink King's Knee Pads, the knee pads of hooker whores. Worldwide, goodness gracious! So about a hooker horror. You, you, you see what? <laughs> you see what you unearth, Chris? <laughs> all he does is tell the truth. Oh no, no! I want to continue and to the, tell the truth, but yeah, all he does is tell the truth, and then the feedback zone is on fire. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, it's tiring. And this the necessity. Yeah. How can we? Make, can we make? Can we make Holfax an app to counter these hooker whores? We could get paid a lot of money if we were to do such a thing, sir. 
And then, you know, that would cause more pickle horrors to be after us. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're probably right. Cool, I mean, holy smokes, and Jesus, exactly. Oh my gosh, more action died down for you, Chris. Well, the thing I thought it was dead. The thing about the whole hooker horse situation is that I don't begrudge, I don't begrudge anybody making their money or making their bag. That's your business. Just don't allow, just don't put me in the whole mix. That's all I'm asking. Turn your yes around, your hook a whore yes around, and go and hook a whore somewhere else. And and don't get on my Instagram and like every picture I ever did and try to coast on everything and then try to DM me talk about let's talk. No, whore. No. Not no whore. Don't send me messages. Um, and I haven't even added you, and then I go look at uh, pending messages, and there's like seven messages from you. Yep. These are all exactly. horrible activities. <laughs> can you say that term again? I sure can. This is hooker horrible activities. Really? Hooker. Y'all heard it. We have a new phrase in our vernacular. Hooker horrible activities. She's Look at Cole. The, Look at Cole. All the activities that you're going to be grouped with the hooker horse. <laughs> Hooker Horacle Activities School. Hooker Horacle yeah. Activities. Yes. Horacle. Yes. Man speaks the truth. He does. Right. Not to be exactly. confused with Oracle. Horacles. Horacle. Mm. Some of the Horacles right. are Oracle, but that's not something that I... <laughs> that's right. Yes. That's right. He's right. Or oh, oracle or oral. See now your stuff's coming out. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. That's the way Welcome. you do it. <laughs> Welcome to Oracle Arena. <laughs> Cole's about to walk out again. I might join him. The worst are the Brian McCarthy. The worst are the ones that follow you on IG and their account is private. I don't touch those because I know. If I follow, my DM will flood with requests to follow them on OnlyFans. Correct. Yes. Welcome to Oracle. Yes. Or or again, get you involved in trading or whatever the hell that is. Welcome to Oracle Arena. (laughs) Man, that'll be full of hooker whores, man. Yeah, it would. Man, that's that's rough. I I probably had to assemble a team. Uh, recruiting. Uh, if there were hook the whores at Oracle or Horacle Arena, no, nah, man, I gotta get paid overtime. 20,677. The largest, I just need a 5% finder's fee, and I'd be gravy. Let's say that again, gentlemen. Welcome to Horacle Arena. Welcome to Horacle Arena. He says all he needs is five percent. I just need a five percent finder's fee, and I'd be gravy. He'd be he'd be great. In yeah, well, I'd be running well, like a, Dave Chappelle. I'm rich. <laughs> well, as the great Scooby Doo once said, Rasa Ruck. <laughs> Rasa Rock Ram Ruck. Especially <laughs> since they're blowing up Oracle Arena. <laughs> oh my gosh! Since that's a lot of activity. Yes. Think about that. Five dollars a pop, let's say, because you're gonna get a hundred dollars, right? Oh man, that's five dollars a pop. Mm, five dollar. 
and they're a five dollar holler and how about that and and they're twenty thousand <laughs> in the same place man that's all I need is a five dollar dollar finder fee that's all I five need dollar out, of the out of the hundred dollars that they give them get five dollar finder fee for me and I'm good yeah and their theme song is Prince is soft and wet <laughs> or uh they can use a little SWV rain on me that or don't okay, let's, right. since we're talking tunes to close it out, how about pour some sugar on me? All right. Okay. Or as and Chris started it with purple rain. <laughs> purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. If you yeah. want to go purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. If you want to go rain. more new school for those youngsters out there watching, we could do a little tie dollar sign or nah. Featuring um the the weekend, um Wiz Khalifa, you know that song. See, now I'm gonna have to pull that out. Well. I, I'm gonna have to bring up my music library. Oh Lord! Oh, you talking about well, since I was on, on this old I'm school? Bang on the, here you go. Here's a song you can turn upside down. How about Bang on the Drum? <laughs> <laughs> or Frank goes to Hollywood. Relax. Yes. <laughs> I remember relax, that song in that video. If you want to go through it, go to it. Relax, yes, don't do it. If you want to come, and it was for that, and it was for that purpose. Yes, oh, it was. Or we the rain. It got so pop. It got so popular, especially when the video came out. When the video came out, they wore it out. Mm-hmm. They did. Every few minutes, great, they were playing marketing. that song. Great marketing. They had so much radio airplay back in the day. And um yep. it, I mean that was the thing because I remember one article I was reading in real time when I was in high school, they wanted to take it off the air. It was like disturbing. It's like, no, not disturbing. Where in the song do you think it's disturbing at? We know what you're mm-hmm. saying. No, no. We're saying if you want to come to this party. They play yes. it all very well. I like the way they, they did that. Beautiful. Yeah, they did. Again, yeah, they did. But it, yeah, it was great. But that song was about masturbation. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. Or or whoop that trick. That works as well. Yeah, whoop the trick. Yeah. A little hustle and flow. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I'm gonna hit you for that. Cool. <laughs> I'm over here laughing. Chris Bates joins us as he does every single Friday. We are far off the rails, but Chris, we love you so very much. Foot man. This segment and you, my friend, are a tr- are a treasure. Thank you yes. so much. Well, once again, you're very kind. I'm completely broke. I can't pay y'all no more for these compliments. <laughs> but thank you so much. Love you more, and continue to have a great show. And all of you out there have a great weekend. Thank you. you so thank, you, thank you, Pace. Thank you, Pace. And now the transporter to Haiti. The reformer of hooker whores. And the bronze god. The one, the only, the legendary Chris Bay. Have a great weekend. God bless. Remember to make your next move your best move. And always remember, if your dreams don't absolutely scare you,
Think you taking one big, ugly, fat, craptacular. <laughs> If I can be cancer, y'all can beat anything. And I hate you, cool, for that comment. (laughs) (laughs) We are out of here. See y'all Monday. See ya.